Welcome to Furniture Industry News, your go-to source for staying up to date on all the latest happenings in the furniture industry. Brought to you by FurniturePodcast.com, we'll bring you the latest news and insights so you can stay in the know on everything that's shaping the world of furniture. In today's episode, we'll cover the rise in ocean container rates and warnings from Hapag, Lloyd, and Zim, the anticipated business growth in Q3 2023, the increase in newly built homes and the potential sales opportunities for retailers, the imposition of higher tariffs on certain imported hardwood plywood, and Ashley Furniture's store refresh and rebranding efforts to attract a younger demographic. According to Drury's World Container Index Tracking Indicator, spot ocean container rates have increased by an average of 3.3% this week, reaching $1,536 per 40-foot container. Notably, rates to Los Angeles and New York experienced higher hikes in comparison. Specifically, spot rates from Shanghai to Los Angeles saw a significant increase of 10%, reaching $1,965 per 40-foot container. The previous week also witnessed a rise of 9.2%. Additionally, rates from Shanghai to New York rose by 7% to $2,906, following a 5% climb the previous week. Nevertheless, it is important to consider the overall trend. Rates remain substantially lower, experiencing an 85% decline from the peak that was recorded in September 2021. Furthermore, they are 43% lower than the 10-year average of $2,685, yet still sit 8% higher than the pre-pandemic average. Interestingly, outside of routes originating from Shanghai, rates appear to be decreasing. For instance, rates from Rotterdam in the Netherlands to New York fell by 7%. It is worth noting that the decline in spot rates has been consistent for the most part over the past several weeks. In May, industry leaders Hapag Lloyd, the world's fifth largest ocean carrier, and Zim, ranked as the 10th largest, expressed their belief that low rates are not sustainable due to the excessively high costs involved. According to the Q3 2023 House U.S. Renovation Barometer, professionals across sectors are anticipating business growth in the third quarter of 2023. This comes after a period of slowed activity and homeowner requests to postpone or reduce the scope of their projects in the first half of the year. Factors such as pent-up demand, aging housing stock, and high mortgage rates continue to drive home improvement activity, instilling a sense of optimism among builders, remodelers, architects, and interior designers. However, ongoing labor shortages and product and material delays remain a challenge. The construction sector has seen a record high backlog of 13 weeks, an increase of 2.5 weeks compared to the same period last year. In the architectural and design services sector, Backlogs are at 6.4 weeks, 1.1 weeks shorter than last year. In the construction industry, build-only remodelers expect an increase in business activity in Q3 compared to Q2, while expectations among design-build firms remain the same. Both project inquiries and new projects have seen an uptick for both groups. More firms in the architectural and design services sector anticipate an increase in business expectations for Q3 compared to decreases. However, the business performance expectations have declined compared to the previous quarter. The expected business activity indicator related to project inquiries and new committed projects has decreased by 4 points to 52 in Q3. This decline is primarily due to a drop in expectations for new committed projects. 
The recent business activity indicator has slightly increased to 43 in Q2, with interior designers at 46 and architects at 41. This follows a continuous decline over eight consecutive quarters. In terms of backlogs, the New England division has the longest backlog of 21.8 weeks in the construction sector, while the West-South Central division has a backlog of 7.9 weeks. Backlogs in the architecture and design services sector also vary across regional divisions. The East-South Central Division reported backlogs of 9.2 weeks, while the West-North Central Division showed shorter backlogs at 2.5 weeks. The demand for new residential construction properties seems to be on the rise, according to recent data. Newly built homes accounted for nearly one-third of single-family homes for sale nationally in May, compared to the historical norm of 10% to 20%. On the other hand, existing home sales experienced a 20% year-over-year decline in May. However, new single-family home sales saw a 20% increase on an annual basis during the same period. The lack of inventory in the existing homes market, coupled with the ongoing demand for new construction, has led many investors to believe that the home building industry has weathered its recession and is now emerging on the other side. This positive outlook is supported by the National Association of Home Builders, which reports that builder confidence has been steadily rising for seven consecutive months, reaching its highest level since June 2022. NAHB also notes that builders across the nation are focusing on cost-cutting measures and constructing smaller homes with lower price tags. In May, 17% of new homes sold were priced under $300,000, the highest level since December 2021. Builders are also offering incentives such as paying to lower buyers' mortgage rates, making monthly payments more affordable. This could potentially increase the discretionary income available for home furnishings purchases. These promising figures indicate potential growth opportunities for the home furnishings industry, provided there are no major political or economic disruptions. Retailers looking to tap into this market may consider launching targeted marketing campaigns in specific geographic areas, collaborating with local home builders associations, or establishing partnerships with realtor affiliations. Expanding sales opportunities at various price points could be a strategic move to capitalize on the resurgence in the housing market. The U.S. Department of Commerce recently made a final determination on certain hardwood plywood products and veneered panels imported from Vietnam. The department concluded that these products were actually a product of China and were circumventing anti-dumping duties. A total of 37 companies failed to cooperate or respond to the investigation, resulting in the Department of Commerce ordering U.S. Customs and Border Protection to collect cash deposits from these companies at the China-wide rates of 183% for anti-dumping and 23% for countervailing duties. The ruling has been seen as a victory by the Coalition for Fair Trade in Hardwood Plywood, which had requested the investigation in 2020. Greg Prey, the chairman of the coalition and CEO of Columbia Forest Products, stated that this ruling is a significant win for U.S. workers and producers in the hardwood plywood industry who have been combating unfair trade practices from China. The Department of Commerce determined that the imports of certain hardwood plywood products completed in Vietnam using plywood inputs and components manufactured in China were circumventing the anti-dumping duty and countervailing duty orders on hardwood plywood from China. 
Companies wishing to certify that they did not circumvent have until August 14th to provide a certification. The Department of Commerce did not make any changes to the certification language or requirements mentioned in the preliminary determination. While ineligible exporters will have an opportunity to apply for eligibility during annual administrative reviews, they will need to demonstrate that they did not import circumventing product. Here's some background information. The import orders on hardwood plywood from China were issued by the Department of Commerce on January 4, 2018. These orders followed affirmative findings of dumping and subsidization and a unanimous finding by the U.S. International Trade Commission that the domestic industry was being materially injured by unfairly traded Chinese imports. In 2020, the Coalition for Fair Trade in Hardwood Plywood raised concerns about Vietnam, alleging that hardwood plywood imports from the country were using veneers sourced from China. In June 2020, the Department of Commerce announced its investigation into these claims. Last August, Commerce preliminarily ruled that certain Vietnamese exports of hardwood plywood were indeed originating from China. Ashley Furniture has announced that it is revamping its stores across the country to provide customers with an enhanced in-store shopping experience and a modern look and feel. This initiative marks the completion of the company's rebranding to Ashley, which began last year with a new logo and a name change from Ashley Home Store to Ashley. The refresh rollout will start in markets such as Atlanta, Los Angeles, Orlando, Salt Lake City, and Tampa. The plan is to expand the refresh stores throughout the United States over the next year. The rebranding effort aims to transform the brick-and-mortar layout by showcasing trend-forward styles and emphasizing new product offerings that are inspired by current design trends. The goal is to maintain the company's relevance among consumers while attracting a younger demographic seeking an upscale and on-trend aesthetic at an affordable price. The refreshed stores feature an open concept floor plan, an updated mattress gallery, and new interior design elements. Additionally, Ashley recently introduced lower price points as part of their broader rebranding efforts, enabling customers to save on their purchases. With long-term special financing options available, customers can stay up to date with the latest trends and pay over time. To celebrate the refreshed stores, Ashley will host in-store events for consumers, offering giveaways, free workshops, and more. These events will also include a chance for attendees to win free groceries for a year with over $50,000 in prizes up for grabs. The first 50 people in line at each store event will receive an exclusive Ashley gift bag valued at up to $75. To learn more about the refresh events happening in Tampa and other locations, customers can visit the weekly ad section of the Ashley Furniture website. For additional information about local refresh events, customers can connect with Ashley through their local Ashley Facebook page. Thanks for listening. I'll see you guys at the next one. Don't forget to subscribe.